Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Gator Gilly. It's me, Gilly. Uh, we're on a good week after a massive win against Arkansas. Um, looking forward to the game tomorrow versus Vanderbilt. And uh, we're just going to go over some, uh, some some points over the game, um, some things I liked about the Arkansas game, some things I didn't like, and then uh, kind of the future uh, as we get down to the end of the season here. So uh, let's get to it. First and foremost, um, when you uh, score 63 points, no matter who you're playing, uh, you know something something went right, you know you're doing something right. So that's exciting. Um, so I, don't, I don't know when the last time the Gators have scored 60 points. Um, they might have done it in the recent years against some like FCS school or whatever, but against an SEC school, I don't know when the last time they scored 60 points, probably the Tebow era. So um, Kyle Trask is now being uh, talked about as possibly the greatest Florida quarterback um, to play at the University of Florida. Um, is this crazy? Eh, probably a little bit. Um, he's definitely having – he's definitely – this is not arguable. He's having, if not the best, one of the best seasons in Florida Gator history. Um, really at any position you could argue. Um, uh, quarterback for sure. Really any other position you could argue that he's for sure having the best best uh, season. But like career-wise, I mean like Tebow played as a freshman and we all know his career. Now it's championship as a freshman, sophomore year. He wins the Heisman, wins the championship again as a junior. Um and then loses in the heartbreaker, as we all know. His senior year, um, Spurrier made a career of himself, and and Warfel obviously had a, a full career. Trask has one season. He played well last year. He's, I mean, he's got two. I guess you give him two and uh, one in three fours, basically. But um, but yeah. So the talks of Trask being the greatest of all time. I don't know. Best season? Yes. This is this is this this is a similar argument. This is the exact same argument, actually, as anybody who said last year that Joe Burrow is the greatest college quarterback of all time. No. Did he have the greatest college football season by a quarterback of all time? Yes, undoubtedly. Those numbers were insane. Um, but was he the best of all? Is he the best quarterback of college quarterback? When I say college quarterback, I look at it as like four full four years, like or at least three, right? You play, you played at least three years, like, and you did this consistently. And that's like what Tebow did. And that's why Tebow and, and the Vince Youngs, the Colt McCoys are the guys you talk about when you say um, the greatest college quarterback of all time. You don't talk about Joe Burrow, who had the greatest season of all time. There's a difference. Um, and so that's kind of where you're getting into the into a smaller level, just at Florida. Yeah, Trask. Um, Trask having one of the greatest Florida seasons ever, but he's one of the greatest – college football quarterbacks of all time went to the same university um and so to argue he's the greatest florida quarterback of all time i don't know we're not there yet but i'm excited i love what he's doing i think everybody does he's playing at such a high level um people don't understand the level he's at compared to most quarterbacks in college football he is reading things like no other quarterback i mean there's a few like lawrence and and fields and then the guy from byu but he is reading the field like pretty much nobody there's the exceptions like i said nobody in college football right now I mean, his accuracy is pinpoint um but nevertheless there are pieces around him that are allowing him to be successful and there's 
a couple things I'm going to rant off here real fast. So last podcast, I believe I said, I know I said this actually. Um, I said Kyle Pitts uh, is the offense, right? It, he is the offense. Like the offense is, it's, I mean, he, when I say is the offense, I mean like you look at the numbers, he is what's producing until it's, he got hurt. But he's what, he is what's like where our offense scores, he's there. But but I said what makes our offense work, what runs our offense, what what allows what allows our offense to work. So our working offense is Kyle Pitts, but what allows our offense to work is, is Kyle Trask. Without Trask, Pitts is nothing. You go throw Caleb Brantley back there. What was, was that his name? The Brantley dude after Tebow time, bro. Go put him back there, and Pitts does not have the same numbers. Jeff Driscoll was good for that one season. I can't really say him. He got hurt. I can't really bash him. But like Appleby or or Del Rio, anybody really. I mean, yeah, he'll put up some solid stats because he's a beast. But I mean, Trask is allowing him to absolutely excel. And then you just look at the breakdown of the offense. Um, I mean, the O line is just playing at a at a high level. It's phenomenal. We haven't seen our O line like this in a long time. Um, receivers are have really really impressed me. So it could this could be the Kyle Trask effect. Um, I've always loved Kadarius Tony. I've always known he's capable of doing what he's doing. It's just a matter of doing it and staying healthy while doing it. And he's figuring out that way. He put on a couple pounds over the offseason. So I'm not surprised there. Trevon Grimes, I've always been excited about him too. Ever since him and uh, the heck's his name, uh, Van Jefferson came and that transferred, what, three years ago, two years ago, whatever it was, I was, I was, I'm stoked about both of them. Um, and, and, and so I've always knew there's talent there with with Grimes, um, Copeland. He played well last year, but then the beginning of the season they didn't really have much in the offense. Um, and then you got kids like Shorter coming in, and and uh, that I'm pretty sure Henderson, that freshman, he's a uh, the, the CJ Henderson's uh, brother. He's playing well too. I mean, there's pieces everywhere that that are coming along and playing extremely well. These kids are talented. They're like they're rated highly. So like. When I'm saying rated, I mean like by stars wise. Like Shorter was a four or five star receiver from Penn State. Uh, pretty sure uh, Henderson was a four star receiver out of college, and and Grimes and and Kadarius Tony were beasts uh, also. But but their 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 level of play has just excelled um, because of Trask, I think. Right? Or are we seeing that these kids are actually studs? I don't know. I think it's more of Trask. I think Trask is making them look better. Um, and they are, which is, is which is even more of a reason. Like, I when we, I guess we can get into this now. Like, when we talk about Kyle Trask now, like you can't talk about him without saying the word Heisman. Um, that's just the reality of it, and his numbers are there and, and all that. So, um, kind of moving into the next piece of the, the next segment of this is, is is this Heisman talk. I guess I'm kind of going kind of going off track. Um, Arkansas game, I'll, I'll just sum it up fast. It was good. Offense scored a lot. Defense gave up what, like two tutties late, late. So it could have been 63-21. Um, I'm not worried about it. The real score to me was like when it was, what was it, 45, 49. I think when it was 49-21, to 21, that was game. Ball game over. Starters out. People let off the gas here and there. Um, so... I'm not. I mean, yeah, 21 points. That's a that's a pretty that's a decent offense. I mean, they've scored pretty well. They've scored consistently throughout the season. So I'm not worried about that. Um, Felipe Franks, as bad as he was at Florida, he can throw the deep ball. He he showed it twice against us. He beat us twice on a deep ball. And so that's the yeah that's the thing. So like the game itself is like yeah we won awesome. We put up a lot of points. Cool. We didn't allow that many. Awesome. But think about this. 
he threw two long touchdown passes, probably like I think they were at least forty yards and longer, if I'm not mistaken. And then that running back broke off a long, long run. Uh, and there's your twenty-one points right there. Um, and then they obviously had garbage time, garbage time stuff. But like, you give up three big plays and you limit the big plays and you basically shut them out until late. Um, so everything was good. I love, I love what they're doing. The run game is there. I want a little bit more out of it, just a little bit. It's really good, but I just want it a little bit more. Um, so when it gets times like Bama and whatnot, we don't have to worry about trash throwing it 50 times a game. But yeah, it's balanced. It looks good. It's efficient. The offense, the defense is coming along. The whole Grantham talk is baloney, dude. He 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 is a stud. Like he he's produced. He's produced, and he has a young. He's extremely young defense. And yes, they struggled early. They're coming along, and and so I'm not worried about that. Um, honestly, I don't even know. There's not much to talk about Arkansas game. It looked good. Emory got his touches. Um, we'll see if who. I don't even know if it really matters if Emory's going to be the guy or not. That's for next year talk, but. Arkansas game wrapped up. Good game. We won. Should win. Uh, we won convincingly. Highlight of the night. Trashed on six tutties. Awesome. Um, just a quick look into Vanderbilt. There's not much to talk about. Um, we should dot. We should. We, the, the spread's thirty-one and a half. I I like to gamble on sports a lot. Um, and I took that. I took that spread. I took thirty-one and a half. Um, along with Oklahoma State plus seven and the over in that game. Um, I go to Oklahoma State, so I bet on I bet on my home, my home, my homeboys, my my schools, which you're not supposed to do, but I did. I'm feeling good about this week. Uh, Bedlam, OU hasn't won, OSU hasn't won in a while. Um, I'm I'm feeling like I'm the lucky charm, maybe you know. Since I'm here at OSU currently, and I'm giving them giving them money for me to be here, they might as well win me a football game, and maybe they can give me some money back through my parlay I put on. But that's another talk. So. Spread thirty-one and a half. Florida should cover. I am on. I honestly think they should cover. Uh, Vanderbilt is probably the. It's one of the worst Vanderbilt teams we've seen in a long time. They've had that running back in the past couple of years. I don't even know what they have this year. I don't know if they have anything. Uh, we should uh, if they. You know, I'm gonna. I don't want to say this, but because then like my view, my listeners would be like, oh, like Florida should be better. But whatever. If they score more than like I don't know, 10, 14 points, like. Come on, Florida. Like, that's not good. Either way, though, if Florida puts up 55 plus, I'm chilling. Like, I'm not joking either. Like, Trash trash should be out of the game by halftime. I don't want him to be, but with how bad they are, he probably will be. Um, so, hopefully, it's like 35, 42, nothing at halftime, and, and Trash comes out. And I mean, this offense, this is our week right here. Like, we're good, right? This is the chance to literally just freaking step on that pedal and just explode on somebody. Just freaking let loose. And yeah, who knows what will happen. So, um, Vanderbilt talk over. We're going to win by so many points that I don't even know what to tell you. That's all I got for that. Um, back to where I was. Tra- Kyle Trask, Heisman. So, the way I look at it is you look at stats, right? That I mean, that's where the Heisman's won. Like, you, you look at stats and then you look at that Heisman moment, right? Where did he, where was his moment? Where did he, you know, finally make his move. Um, and that could have been last week at Arkansas. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully we get a Heisman moment against like Bama and the SEC championship. And you're just like, Oh, this is, this is the dude right here, you know? And, and that kind of stuff. But, um, six touchdowns in a game, that could be your Heisman moment. Uh, he could throw up freaking 10 tomorrow. If he wanted to, he's not going to, but if he wanted to, he really could. Like that's realistic. 
Um, and I mean, you could, you know, there's not that many. I mean, he could put on a big game against LSU or or Tennessee. The thing I like about Heisman moments is like if it's against a good team. So like, yeah, cool. You beat Arkansas. You do six touchdowns. Awesome. Now, if you did it against like Georgia, which you played phenomenal against Georgia, but if you did it against like Georgia or like Alabama, like that's like. That's your statement right there. Like like Joe Burrow throwing seven touchdowns in the first half in a college football playoff game against OU. Like that, I don't even know. Did he probably did he have the Heisman already? I don't know. Either way, like that's the kind of cap I'm talking about. Like you need that. And I'm not asking for seven and a half. That's insane. But you know, we need that moment because he has the stats. The stats are there. The stats are. I'm pretty sure he is leading uh, Joe Burrow. Through what is it six weeks now? Uh, through six weeks, which he's played a, a straight SEC schedule. Joe Burrow had like two or three non S non SEC schools. Um, whether or not that means anything to you, I don't care. It means something to me. Um, the only thing he doesn't lead in is uh, completion percentage. But we have to remember Kyle, uh, Joe Burrow's completion percentage was I'm pretty sure a historical number. Um, for the amount of attempts, for the amount of attempts he had, I mean, he was only like a seventy percent rate traffic right there, like sixty one percent, I want to say. So, uh, percentage wise, he still saw like he's only 62 percent completion rate. That's pretty damn good. Um, and his like his yards are there, his touchdowns are there. You know, twenty eight to three touchdowns. I'm pretty sure is his uh, touchdown to interception ratio right now, and and um, his yards are. doing something but they're big so whatever i was trying to find them real fast but it was not that big of a deal that's why whatever but yeah th- so then this is my biggest argument it's just like it's just like look at look at the weapons that joe burrow had i mean like he had some studs like he has like the rookie the best rookie receiver in the league right now probably um justin jefferson and then the what's the whatever his name is the kid that's sitting out right now at at lsu because of covid like he had dudes around him and there's another kid like he had dudes he had uh randy moss's son at tight end and clyde Edwards lair who's making a statement in the nfl's running back like he had dudes like and i'm not saying florida doesn't but like all of those dudes are like i mean like he's the rookie best rookie receiver in the nfl right now like that's a stud like florida has receivers in the nfl but not the best like not the best like like those were studs. Like he was thrown to some dudes, right? And so Kyle Trask is, and he has some guys, and there are dudes. I'm not taking anything away from them, but basically what I'm saying is, is Joe Burrow's weapons were better at the end of the day, right? So that makes Kyle Trask himself, his numbers, even more impressive. Like he's playing with less talent and doing more you could argue, than what Joe Burrow did. Now, we're only halfway through the season, so he could slow up and, you know, whatever. I mean, you never know. But as of right now, like, he is doing more with less and winning. He's lost one stupid game that our defense couldn't freaking get it together and freaking whatever. But that AM game pissed me off. But it's whatever. Um... So that's that's my opinion on that. Heisman should be my should be ours, dude. You know how long it's been. We but we know it's like twelve years, or whatever, seven, thirteen years. How long it's been since it's been like oh, like Florida has a player in the Heisman contention. Like I forgot what it feels like 
to even like know like that what you know i forgot what that felt like that's crazy like i don't know bro i just feel like that's crazy but um yeah it's exciting though we, you know imagine like watching heisman night and like like kyle Trask right there like on the stage and in those three seats four seats and he, he gets called and i know his speech will be good because he's such like a humble guy and whatnot knows how to talk to the, to the media so that'd be really cool to see him win the heisman but um so going forward it's kind of the last thing i'll touch on i don't want to keep you up for too long is is the season we kind of talked about this last week um florida beating georgia is huge that's a massive win we already talked about that like it's huge um Alabama, they're there. They're going to be there. Um, Indiana, Ohio State this weekend, big game. Um, how if I how like the more teams that lose that are in front of us obviously helps. But like when I say that, I mean like like if Ohio State loses, that just adds another one lost team into the contention, right? So it makes it look better. The only team I'm worried about is Oregon, dude. They're gonna freaking play that eight game schedule, whatever it is. They're gonna probably gonna be eight and zero. And they're gonna be sitting right there, and you're gonna have Clemson. Well, no, you're gonna have Ban- well, yeah, fuck that. If you're undefeated, if Florida if Florida runs the table, that means they're gonna beat them, which give them a loss. Clemson already has a loss. Ohio State, there'll be two undefeated teams, hypothetically: Ohio State and Clemson. I'm sorry, Ohio State and Oregon. And if Florida runs the table and beats Bama, then I don't want to hear anything. We're in. Like I was worried about, like, oh, like you could have an undefeated Bama and undefeated. Oregon, undefeated Ohio State. Well, yeah, an undefeated Bama would, would require us to lose. And if we lose again, we have two losses, so we're done anyways. There's no need to talk about playoff scenarios if you're a Florida Gator fan because there's one. There's, there's only one scenario unless, like, hell breaks loose and people start losing left and right every week. There's only one scenario, and that's winning the SEC championship. That's it. Like, that's the only scenario. Like, yes, if everybody loses two games, then you could start talking, oh, if Florida loses, then they could be in. No, that's even bullcrap, too. Like, no. Win the SEC Championship is your only route, and there's no need to talk about it anymore. Like, go, go, you want to be great? Go be great. Go win three or four more games and go win the SEC Championship, and now you're playing for a national championship. That's how I see it. It's, if, if there's, if there is another route, I would love to hear it. I don't think there is, um, but that's got yeah, that's got to be it. But man, oh man, what it is! What a great day to be a Florida Gator. It's always a great day to be a Florida Gator, but it's it's been but it's been really you know it's been one of the better years. Obviously, A M losing to that uh, losing A M was freaking shit, and I hated that. But it is what it is. So, um, you can't really complain too much about it. So. Like I said, don't want to keep anybody for too long. Um, just talking some Gator football real fast, you know, checking in and, and seeing what I know. No one's really listened to this yet. So hopefully, hopefully people start listening and and uh, tune in and, and help me with my, my name. So thanks for listening today. Um, I do appreciate you guys if you are listening. Um, Tom Petty appreciates you. So... Just know you are, you are appreciated and and um, go Gators. Am I right, guys? Go freaking Gators! I'm trying to get some music playing, but it's not working. So 
I'll just end it here, guys. Um, I like I can sing some Tom Petty for you, but I'm not the best singer, so I'll just avoid that. So, th- once again, thank you guys for tuning in to Gator Gilly. This is Gilly. Um, it's awesome talking to y'all and and, and kind of just giving my opinion. So I really appreciate y'all listening. Uh, tune in next week for some more Gator talk.